Good morning and welcome to Overages Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melanie C. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, August 24, 2017, and this is a 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are on page 87, and we'll be reading two paragraphs and commenting on both. Paragraph one, it starts with, we usually conclude, and ends with the bottom of the second paragraph, make use of what they offer. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Karen R., the 12 Traditions, Robin B., and reading the text in support today, Ashley P., Elaine T., and Lynn D. The reference numbers. The reference number for yesterday, the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, Wednesday, August 23rd, is 10344. 10344. And the share ID for this morning's meeting, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, that would be August 24th, Thursday, is 10347. 10347. The OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Karen R. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning. I'm Karen R. in North Carolina, and these are the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives would become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 
12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service, and I'll pass. Thank you, Karen R. Robin B., would you please read the 12 traditions? I will. Thank you so much. Robin B. from Missouri, a recovered compulsive eater by God's grace and for his glory in the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted service. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise Less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you so much for letting me serve. Thank you, Robin B. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the Big Book on page 87, paragraph 1 and 2, and commenting on both. And I will ask Ashley P. to begin our study and our sharing. Good morning, Ashley. Hi, Melanie. Let me see. Can I be heard? You betcha. Okay. This is Ashley P. Recovered in Northern California. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. 
We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no request for ourselves and, and are careful to make no request for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination, which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. Um, I'm very, very grateful to uh, be on the line today and um, thank everybody for their service and, and welcome to the newcomers. Um, and I'm going to be going to the conference. I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. Um, so there are a couple of things that are sticking out to me today. Um, one of them is when it says, we are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. I spent so many years um, praying for uh, praying for this or that and, and really um, being miserable. Um, and I remember, you know, just hearing somebody say, well, you know, pray for this person or pray for that person. And um, it was like, I, I just, I couldn't remember to do that. Um, and I, I was always, um, so, ask me something adjusted with your mic. We can't hear you. Mm. Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll try and avoid that. Uh, is that if I'm praying for my my selfish ends, the, the reason why it doesn't work is because I think I know what's best for me, and I have absolutely no clue what's best for me, um, or what's going to make me happy. Uh, and and my life, you know, for a very long time, really really proved that. Um, so if I'm if I'm praying for knowledge of God's will for me, I'm I'm praying for a life of of immense happiness and and service and and usefulness and and hope. I think for a really long time I thought I I can't get in line with God's will for me because it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's just it's gonna be too hard. Um, it's gonna be too uncomfortable and and I can't do it. Um, and I'm, I'm constantly amazed by the, the gentleness of, um, my, my higher powers guidance and, um, the, the ease, not that there isn't discomfort, but when I'm in God's will, that discomfort just doesn't hurt as much and it doesn't last as long. And I don't get quite as spun out by it it's it's uncomfortable um but you know it's it's it doesn't shake me to the core um in in the way that things do when when i'm in my well um so i just want to assure the newcomers that when you're when you're praying for knowledge um of 
of God's will that it's it's really great. <laughs> um, it works out very well. And um, in the second paragraph, what really stands out to me is is just um, the the sentence: um, "Be quick to." Uh, uh, be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer, because I think that uh, life for for all of us, for mankind, is really just like everybody's in some way trying to fill that God-shaped hole. And um, for religious people, they've they found religion, and that that works for them. And for me, what works is um, is this program, but but really, I think we're we're always talking about the same things. We're talking about being the highest version of ourselves and um, being moral and honest and and having values. And so I I grew up hearing that religious people were kind of weak and simple um, and and stupid. And yet these people had the ability to withstand really really horrible things and. And so um, I, I look back and I think, you know, yeah, I, I really could have used that growing up, but I, I have that now. And, and, and so, um, yeah, just that, you know, the, um, reliance on a higher power is, um, is what works. Um, and thanks for the opportunity to do service. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Ashley P. Who would like to comment on paragraph one and two, page 87? It starts with, we usually conclude and ends with make use of what they offer. I can take six. Lindy. Hi, Lindy. Lori T. Lori T. Sharon C. Sharon C. Anybody else? Can you hear me, Janice M? I can. Yep, okay, I got gotcha. you. Didn't. I'm sorry. sorry mm-hmm. You're welcome. No problem. Okay, let's go with that lineup. If I don't have anybody else that want to step in, I got two more spots. Reggie, I'll jump hey, in. Reggie. Kathy Jo P. I'll take you, Kathy Jo P. Okay, great. Thank you. I have Lindy, Lori T, Janice M, Sharon C, Reggie O, and Kathy Jo P. And then we'll break for a promo. Hello, Lindy. Hi there. I'm Lindy, recovered in Colorado. Uh, I've really related to that first sentence um, where it talks about we conclude our period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. And for me, the way that prayer has manifested <laughs> with the beginning of my day I do what I call a foundational prayer. And it's where I surrender my plans for the day. And I go through like driving here because driving is a challenge for me to stay spiritually connected and loving with an open heart to the fellow drivers. (laughs) Uh, So I break down my day and I surrender each little piece of it. And and then I, I conclude my prayer with, um, sending blessings to everyone who has crossed my path the day before. And, you know, I, I send blessings to my children and my husband and, 
And people, um, and the blessing is not telling God what to do. And when I surrender my day and I surrender any challenges, I surrender my thinking every single day, I surrender my food, um, it's all putting it in higher power's hands. And, you know, I pray throughout the day, like when I'm backing out of my garage, I'm praying, God, guide me, help me to be useful. Um, and the reason I've, I've done a prayer like that is because I've gotten into trouble, you know, where I was wanting to tell people what to do or where I was full of fear, and I'd do a 10-step, and then I thought, okay, to stay out of this, just turn them over to God. Um, anyway, it, it's just lovely directions here. Um, I still look, it's my favorite part of the day, prayer and meditation and pausing and connecting with God. It's just the highlight of my life. And it's like each day is an adventure. What's God going to put in my path today? How can I be useful today? It, it's certainly the way I want to continue to live. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Lindy. Lori T., you're next. Good morning, everybody. This is Lori T., recovered compulsive overeater. And um, what struck me, well, there's so much that struck me (laughs) as usual, but um, the last sentence on the first paragraph, you can easily see why, why um, it doesn't work, why praying for myself didn't work, and I wasted a lot of time doing that. And I think of how much of my past I spent asking God for these things, you know, to make me skinny, to make me rich, to make me happy, to send the right person, to, you know, give me an employment place that's comfortable, all these things for me, 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 me. But I like the sentence where it says you can easily see why it doesn't work. And I can now see that having gone through this step. I can see that it was through those selfish thoughts and actions, which prayer is an action. So I was selfishly praying, and I developed resentment for those things that I wasn't getting because what it really came down to was I was praying for how could I use God's people, places, planet for my own selfish means, and I resented when other people clearly had that same motivation. <laughs> and that was where the resentment came from. It was like, my God, they just simply wanted to use me and give me nothing in return. When the sad fact is that was the essence of my prayer life, was I want God to give me something with no thought of the effect it's going to have on other people or how it could benefit other people. So I can easily see why in my life today, because I've gone through the steps, um, that's what helps show me why it doesn't work and it shows me exactly how much time, years and years, nights and nights, moments and moments were wasted asking for my own selfish things and thank God that I have a solution not just to that but to so many things through this program, through the 12 steps and through the wonderful fellowship that we have. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Lori T. Janice M., you're next. Well, good morning to you, Melanie C., and everyone on this line. 
My name is uh, Janice M., and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Okay, now if we read and remember what this step is all about, it says to make, to improve, improve, improve conscious contact with a higher power. Now, to improve something means I'm going to be getting better. And in order for me to improve on something, I have to practice. I can't just do it and hope that it's, you know, that I get this close relationship with the higher power. I have to remember that this is the purpose of the book. This is how Bill wrote. He didn't have prayer down path because he was new. This is why, too, I love, you know, page 164. It tells us that, you know, our book is meant to be suggestive only, which means, you know, I don't know all the prayers. I don't know how to pray and be really close to my higher power yet, but I have some suggestions. And, you know, he he relates from other people that he's learned at the time. This is, the, you know, from the Oxford group, the third step prayer, the seventh step prayer. This is how we begin if you don't have your own prayers. And I found that these prayers are so helpful. I mean, I think that first, par- um, is it the first paragraph? Yeah, it, it relates all to the seventh, the seventh step prayer, telling me, don't pray for yourself, Janice, on what guy you wanted, uh, or what your children should be, uh, because you don't really know. Boy, I'm glad he didn't give me what I wanted, because I wouldn't have what I have today. He knows what I need. Okay, as long as I can pray that I will get better according to his will so I can be a servant. Now, remember, when we want to have a relation, when I want to have a relation with somebody, I have to continue to talk to them. And that's how I pray to my higher power. I got to daily, every day, all day long. We'll see. I have to talk to him so I grow closer to him, and I have to listen to him, which means I meditate. Now, I don't sit in a circle with a candle. If you do that, it's fine. My meditation, how I started was, okay, read the prayers, dwell, and really meditate and study the words. That's how I start. That's how I meditate because every time I do that, I find something new when I read it. So this is the purpose, to grow closer in any relationship, okay? And this is why Bill was new. So he's just given us suggestions. You don't have to do the prayers that that are in this book, you know, but it takes time for me. It takes time for me to grow, to get, because I lacked that power to live on a daily basis. And as I grow in in the God-conscious state, I get to intuitively know what my God wants me to do. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M. Sharon C., you're next. Sharon C., star one. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sharon C. from South Jersey, a recovered compulsive overeater. And I am so grateful. I found um, in uh, YouTube, I found um, a meditation from the AA book. Um, 
and it really, really helps me every morning. I start my morning with that meditation. And um, when I and then when I do my prayers, I try to say them in my own words. And when I can't remember or I can't, I, I'm feeling irritable or whatever, and I don't know why, then I use uh, one of the uh, the, uh, the prayers from Rote. But um, most of my day, I spend time I saying, "Thy will be done, not mine." but yours. Um, It's very important that I keep practicing that in everything I do, every hour, every moment even, because when I start doing what I feel I want to do, it doesn't end up right. It doesn't end up. And I have to have be conscious of other people. There are so many people in the world who need help, and I pray for them. And it really helps me get out of myself. And it helps me, uh, it just changes my whole way of thinking. And that's what these steps do. They're just wonderful. And um, I pass. Thank you very much, Sharon C. Reggie, oh, you're next. Good morning, Melanie. Thank you for your service this morning and everybody who is on the line. This is Reggie O, gratefully recovered in the Los Angeles area. And, uh, you know, I this this first sentence we uh, a prayer about a prayer to be shown all through the day what our next step is to be um, I, I learned many years ago when I was recovered once before what it was like to live and I, I one day I woke up and I thought this really works you know this is amazing I take the next step whatever whatever step I'm shown whatever I'm shown to do if I take that step then I'll automatically be shown the next step and if I take that one I'll automatically be shown the following one and um you know, I I left that way of life at one point for a period of time, and I'm learning it again. You know, at at an at a even even deeper level, but there is something about uh, it's very powerful to just look at the next step. Yesterday morning, I woke up and I was in prayer for. I'm I'm in prayer more and more each day, and it really is amazing an amazing way to be in the day because my deepest desire is to be in conscious contact with God for as much of every day as possible, and um, and to align my will with God's will. So I woke, I was praying this prayer yesterday. I was indecided uh, about something, and I or undecided about something, and I wasn't. I just really wasn't sure which way to go, and I was in some fear around it. So I first. I first prayed about it and, you know, God, show me, uh, show me which direction you would have me take, you know, give me a right thought or, or decision about this. And uh, then I thought, okay, what do I do? You know, okay, so what's the next thing to do? So I get, you know, I get into action sometimes as this book tells me, I get into action in a 12 step way. You know, I picked up the phone and I started calling other people, you know, to ask about their experience. And, you know, it led me from, so I got to be in contact with two or three or four people yesterday and, and one even from someone I hadn't talked to in six years, uh, all around this, you know, show me the next right step and taking the action until I get God's will about what this decision is for me. So it's really, um, it was, it's amazing how that changed the course of my day yesterday and my experience of the day and even reconnected me with people that I needed to uh, be connected with. And, you know, I'm coming to know that I do pray, you know, I do try more and more to pray, to remember, to be into the habit of praying for everything, you know, every phone call, every time I walk out the door, every time, you know, before I speak to someone around my work, uh, to pray beforehand for the highest outcome, you know, the best expression that I can be of the greatest service. 
And so I'm coming to see that, and sometimes I need to pray for things like that decision I needed to make yesterday, you know, but I'm coming to see that whenever I'm seeking my highest good and God's will, I'm automatically praying for other people because, you know, I'm learning and become more and more in the spirit of being in the highest service to the people about me. So it's I, I find that uh, this is just really amazing and um I will pass with that. Thank you, Reggio. Kathy Joe P, you're next, and we'll follow with a promo. Good morning. This is Kathy Joe P in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm not sure where this is in the big book. I believe it's in step three, but it says something like, draw near to him and he will reveal himself to you. And I think there's a part of me that wanted him to reveal himself to me before I drew near to him. And in this step, I feel that's what it's asking me to do, is to draw near to him. And he will reveal himself to me, even though I had, and still sometimes have, no idea who he, she, the universe, they are. Here I'm being instructed to draw near to him. And again, part of that, being revealed to me is cleaning up the other stuff that's in the way in the beginning, as in the food stuff, the character defects, the wrongs, in order for God to be, for me to be able to be near to God, for me to be, have God reveal himself or themselves to me, I need to um, have that other stuff cleared away. And then I feel like Forever and ever, I thought I needed like a bodyguard or on TV where they have the nanny that helps you be a better parent or whatever. I needed that for my food and for my diet in the world. Now what I'm realizing, what I need now that the food is down, is that for being a better person. And this is where I get that power from my God. I need the help in being a better person. It's my goal every single day when I wake up. It's not anymore, oh, my God, please help me be skinny and not overeat. It's God, help me be a better person today and to be a channel of peace, like in the St. Francis prayer, which sometimes I don't even want to say prayers because I cry the whole time. And um, that lets me know I need it even more. And the last thing I want to say as I try to be a better person and I called a couple of you about this in February my daughter said to me mom you know when you made amends back in October changed at all and I was mortified I felt like I was in a crisis for about a week but I kept on plugging along doing the deal that I'm invited to do here trusting that it will all work out and a couple weeks ago we were on our way somewhere and we brought up how I lost my cool about two years ago And feeling bad about that. I felt bad about that for a minute because I had misbehaved on a camping trip with my family and niece and nephew. And my daughter said, Mom, you still have barely changed at all. If a 1 is really bad and a 10 is being a better person, you're like a 3 or a 4. And I went, praise God, it's working. So I'm here to draw near to God today and be of service to you all. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Kathy Jo P. And speaking of service, Vision for You is holding a convention, and we have Devorah S. here doing a promo for us for that convention. Hello, Devorah S. 
Thank you, Melanie. Good morning, everyone. This is Devora S. Recovered from New Jersey, and I am just so excited to tell you about this convention, and hopefully, please God, I will be there in Newark, New Jersey in September, which is one month away, very, very close, less than a month, and just so excited. You know, we always hear on these meetings, you know, we have to take actions. And today is a day that you need to take an action. If you're not registered, today is the last day. Today, Thursday, you need to get on that website, www.avision4u.info, and make that reservation. Today is the last day. Run over, make that reservation. Call Melanie C. 541-908-1221. If you're having difficulty getting on, Melanie can help guide you through the process. But today is the last day to make that reservation. So experience the power of the big book. It's can going you to be I'll repeat it at the end at my, of my promo, okay? So there's still time today. Experience the power of the big book. It will be explosive and full of energy. Ignite your recovery with a bang at this big book convention held this year, September 15th through the 17th, from Friday through Sunday at 1 o'clock in Newark, New Jersey. We are offering you, you the keys to jumpstart and spark your program. This experience will help you soar and take your recovery to the next level. Meet the voices you hear daily. Meet your sponsor. Meet your fellow visionaries. Maybe meet the nice guy or girl of your dreams. Let the power of recovery flow through you as we spend hours together in fun, laughter, entertainment, and prayer. Don't wait. Take that action today and call. Get on the website. Call Melanie, 541-908-1221. Take that action now. Now, the next thing that you can help us out with, Big Service, if you have room in your car and you're driving and you can take another person because there are people there who are still, you know, looking for a ride, if you have room and can and can take another person in your car, please offer that on the community website, on the community board for rides. If you have a, a, a if you're available to, to share a, a room with someone at the hotel, offer that too. People are constantly looking for available rooms. So that would be a tremendous service. So go to the Vision for You website, www.avision4u.info, and look at that board for rides, roommates, menus are listed, and more. Remember, the Big Book Convention is, is coming up. It promises to be dynamite, and we want you there, so be there. Take the action today. Today's the deadline. You want to get that reservation in and know that you're there. And just as a PS is that um, weeks ago, my husband came home from a meeting. He's in program as well. He brought home a flyer, and he said to me, so did you make the reservation yet? So <laughs> obviously this is something that our close family members and people around us see how important it is for us. So get out there, make that reservation, and your life will start to change. And with that, I will pass and bring you back to the meeting. Thank you.
Wowza. Thank you very much, Devorah. Very good point. Well taken. Let's get back to the study today. We are on page 87. We're reading and studying on paragraph 1 and 2, which begin with, we usually conclude and ends with, make use of what they offer. Who would like to comment on those paragraphs today? Jody E.Q. Hi. Donna W. Donna I have Jody E. I got you, Donna. Jody E.Q., Sherry KB and Donna W. Who else? Well, let's go with that so we can see how time is running out for us here. Jody EQ, Sherry KB, and Donna W. Hi, Jody. Good morning to you. Good morning, Melanie. Thanks for your service. Good morning, everybody. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered compulsive overeater and bulimic in South Carolina this morning. So every morning, I need to do this prayer and meditation time. It needs to come first thing for me. If I get on the meeting or I get on a call or I start preparing food or anything else, I feel an uneasiness. Like, no, uh uh-uh. I need to stop what I'm doing. First things first. First thing is this connection with my higher power. And throughout the day, all through the day, I need to ask my higher power, what should my next step be if I I have any doubt about it? And I ask especially for freedom from self-will. And I'm careful to make no request for myself only. But as I heard from a previous share, it's interesting, isn't it, how when I seek to do God's will and what's best for all concerned, it's not that I'm, it's I, I don't suffer from that. I benefit from that. What's best for all concerned turns out to be best for me. Previously, I thought I knew what I wanted. I thought I knew what I needed, but I was only thinking about me. Now, as I think about what is God wanting for me, how can, how does God want to use me best. Inevitably, it turns out that that is what's best for me as well. For example, sponsoring other people. That was not my goal as a child, as a young person, to be a compulsive overeater, to be a sponsor of other compulsive overeaters. But I find that it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. It keeps me sane. It keeps me abstinent, first of all. But it also gives me a sense of usefulness and gratitude that I can help someone, another person, so profoundly. So, yes, throughout the day, I pause and I ask for knowledge of God's will and the power to carry that out. And that's what helps me personally as well. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Jody EQ. Sherry KB, you're next. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California, grateful you covered compulsive overeater. Thank you so much for your service, Melanie, for all that you do. And um, welcome to everyone on the line. So we're again talking about step 11. And the uh, first part that comes up to me is about how to be shown throughout the day what our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such matters and such problems. 
We ask especially from freedom from self-will and uh, careful to make no requests for ourselves only. You know, um, we're reminded on page, um, sorry, my cat <laughs> side to sit on my big book. Um, we're reminded on page, sorry, we're reminded on page um, 85 that what is the proper use of the will? It's to align our will with our higher power's will. That's the proper use of the will. So for me, I know that that's what I need to do every day. And the first thing I do in the morning is like a lot of people said, you know, the first thing I ask, um, I, I use uh, step three and step seven. And I use that every day. And then I also have this little thing that I say myself as I ask God, please let me be useful to you, to others, and to myself. And by me being useful to myself is being useful to others and to God. Um, because great things will happen that I am so unaware of that are far beyond what, you know, my imagination. And just that um, also, you know, I think of, I always think of all-inclusive, never-exclusive. So even here, to me, nobody's telling me how I need to pray or meditate. It's like this is, this. we just suggest you do this, and we're suggesting this. Um, it's a lot about suggesting and finding your own path. And what I like here in the second paragraph, it says, we sometimes select, memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles that we have been discussing. And so the principles are, there's a principle for each step that we've discussed in the past. And, um, and you know, those are, um, um, there are, you know, honesty, hope, faith, courage, integrity, willingness, humility, discipline, uh, brotherly love, perseverance, spiritual awareness, and service. So that, to me, reminds me to emphasize when I'm praying to do those things. That's just my own thing. And, you know, what I love is that sometimes when I wake up in the morning, like I don't wake up in resentment anymore, and I don't wake up, you know, in thinking about something. And if I wake up with a concern, I get on my knees and I ask my higher power for help. Um, and that helps me so much. Um and I just love the fact that, you know, again, I, I always say, you know, all-inclusive, never-exclusive, and um, that I'm just grateful to connect with my higher power and to also just, that's it, <laughs> and that I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sherry KB. Donna W., you're next. Thank you. Grateful to be in recovery today and on the call live and for everybody who makes this call possible. I'm so grateful um, for my abstinence and recovery today. My name is Donna. I'm a compulsive eater in Palo Alto, California. And, um, you know, I, I need to keep things simple. Like I hear people sh- share their beautiful prayers and it's like, oh, my God, I'll never remember that or take the time to say those things. And so a prayer that really works for me is saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. So throughout the day, you know, like I get somewhere in time. I get there safely. Thank you, God. Even things that I don't like that happen. Thank you, God. So that is a really great prayer for me, and it's a way to keep me connected to my higher power throughout the day and remember that it's not about me. It's not my self-world, that I didn't get myself there safely and on time, that I had help. So that's one of my favorite prayers is thank you, God, and I can remember it, (laughs) and I can take the time to say it. Um, and then for meditation, you know, I always thought, oh, God, I'm going to have to light a candle and sit there for 40 minutes. And, and one of the OA meetings I used to go to was a three-minute meditation at the beginning of the meeting. My goal is three minutes. I can do three minutes. And that made meditation 
so much more accessible to me. And over the years, I've just added a minute here and there. And now I'm up to about 15 minutes a day. And days where I, quote, don't have time to meditate, even if I just sit for a minute, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes and breathe, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, what I feel like I don't have time is when I really need it just to remember, oh, yeah, I have a higher power. I'm not my higher power. I can sit and breathe. And, you know, maybe I'm waiting in line somewhere. Oh, great. This is a chance to, to breathe and connect. So I find it best and I can keep it simple and, um, you know, kind of fit it in. And then, you know, I'm praying to be of service. I'm, I'm self-employed recently and been quite anxious about, um, you know, am I going to make enough money? Am I going to get the gig? And, you know, I'm here to be of service to my clients. I'm here to do my higher powers well and trust that, you know, the right clients will find me, that, that I'll do a good job. But I really need to get out of all that fear and self-centeredness and remember, I'm here to do God's will. So a little prayer before I meet with my clients, God, you know, please help me to do your will, help me to be of service today. Those are things that really help me. And then one last thing, I heard someone say they, they take three deep breaths before they eat. And, you know, when it's food time, man, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm excited to eat. So that's also a great time to just take a few breaths and thank God for the meal food before me. Thanks a lot. And I pass. Thanks. Oh, thanks a lot, Donna W. Time will allow for two additional people to have two and a half minute shares. Would somebody like to take those two spots? Courtney B. Hi, Courtney. Let me just talk or... Hang on just one second, see if I can grab yeah. up someone else to share the time with you. Thank you. Anybody else? Yeah, Bonnie M. from Arizona. Okay, great. Thanks. Bonnie and. Uh, Bonnie B and I'm sorry, Bonnie M and Courtney B. If you guys would split that time, that would be really nice. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Courtney. Thank you. Okay, I'm Courtney B. Recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Good morning. So, you know, I come from a history of abuse, so I'm not wanting anyone to use me anymore. I don't care if it's for a good cause or bad cause. I'm not interested. And so it took a while of struggling with this. And how do I not fall into codependency with this being of service? So finally kind of happened as I prayed and read and talked to folks and heard something which was so wonderful with somebody who said, I get to decide do I want to go on my adventure today or God's adventure. And God does submit to my choices. We, I, I think we co-create. I'm not a robot. So I stopped asking God to bless anything I was up to. Because I would be saying, oh, I've got this great idea for you. I mean, for me. I mean, no, no, for you. Uh, now I go, oh, I'm God come, but just nothing happened. That's been my experience. So now my prayer is, you know what, God, if you're blessing something I can be a part of, always fellowship. I'd be all in. I'd be all in. But at the end of the day, I want to know you did this. You did this. So every day I just decide, do I go on my adventure or God's adventure? And it is a process. You know, I get to live inside the grace of just one day. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Courtney B. Bonnie M., you're up next. And it looks like you have three minutes. Bonnie Are M., you calling me? I'm Bonnie. I am. Yeah. Okay. Good, good morning, Bonnie. Hi, I'm Bonnie M. from Arizona, a very grateful, recovered, um, compulsive overeater. You know, when I was a kid, 
uh, really young, I prayed to God to, uh, my parents were getting a divorce, and I prayed that they didn't, and they did. And so for years, I had an attitude that my prayers weren't going to be answered. Today, today, um, I consider, I mean, and the best thing for that situation was that they did get a divorce, but it took me a long time to really buy that. And I believe, you know, I believe everything I've been given is God's gift to me. And, uh, and in my house, it's like, how do you want me to take care of my house today? If I open up the refrigerator and there's something that isn't good for me and there's something that is good for me, you know, what do you want me to have for lunch? What do you want me to have for breakfast? What do you want me to have for dinner? Um, with my money, I believe my money is God's money or the money I, it's been given by God. And what's the best way I can spend my money or save my money today? And I do my best to do that with, and, and with people. How do you, this is probably one of the hardest and the most important for me as well, is how do you want me to love them the way they need to be loved? And I get answers when I ask questions. And and then I always follow it with thy will be done. And that is amazing that, um, you know, this this little girl has, I mean, I've come a long way in this program. And just being guided to this program, thank you. I mean, it's a gift. And how do you want me to work my program today? What's the best I can do? So, and every day there's another, there's another challenge and an, another opportunity for learning and growing. And, you know, I love it when I can go to bed at night and put my head on the pillow and feel really good about me and that I have pretty much, not perfectly, certainly, um, done what I think was the best day for me. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Bonnie M. And that does take us to the end of this meeting, at least the recorded portion of this meeting. We will be stopping that recording in a moment, but we will continue with the 10 minutes of additional meeting after that. So thank you to everyone that has shared. And we will close this portion with a reading from the big book on page 164. And we'll follow that with a serenity prayer. Uh, Will Elaine T. please read a vision for you? A book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is Elaine T. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A compulsive, recovered compulsive overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you.